Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. After the final buzzer sounds, we're here to wrap it up. Why not? Here's Steph Curry! It's time for Warriors Wrap Up. John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason inside Chase Center where the Warriors saw their four-game winning streak come to an end. The Dallas Mavericks beat the Dubs tonight 141-121. A wildly entertaining first half, Whitey Gleason. I saw you tweeted that. I totally agree with that. 41-41 at the end of the first quarter. It was 74-72 Warriors at halftime with D'Angelo Russell and Luka Doncic just going back and forth. D'Angelo Russell, 30 points on 8 of 11 from 3 in the first half. And Luka Doncic damn near had a triple-double in the first half himself. 25 points to go with 8 rebounds, 7 assists. But the game flipped uh, in the third quarter. D'Angelo Russell went down. Scary scene as it looked like he took uh, a hit maybe to the head and neck area. Stretcher was brought out after he laid on the ground for a good five minutes or so, but uh, Russell able to gather himself, wave off the stretcher and the backboard and, and make his way to the locker room. He would end up coming back uh, in the ball game, so all good on the D'Angelo Russell front. But in the midst of all of that, the Mavs were taking control of the game with a 45-24 third quarter advantage, and uh, the Mavs would go on to lead by as many as 30 and they put 140-plus uh, mm. on the Warriors for a second time here in the last five, six weeks. It began as a shootout. It ended up a blowout. The Warriors' Christmas winning streak came crashing down tonight. The Warriors' offensive numbers were really strong. They shot 49% for the night. They made 18 threes. As you mentioned, D'Angelo Russell scored 35. Damian Lee, 18 points. Marquise Chris, 16 points. But, you know, this winning streak had been built on defense, and the problem tonight was defense. There was no Warrior defense. The Mavericks broke it. And, Whitey, we've talked a lot the last few games about the three-point defense in particular for the Warriors. The, The Mavs really spread the floor and they let Luka Doncic go to work. And the Warriors were even doubling Luka Doncic some, forcing the ball out of his hands. But the ball was finding three-point shooters, and the Mavs wind up with 24 three-pointers made for the game. They shoot 47% from three, 24 of 51. And that winds up uh, being uh, a big-time disadvantage the Warriors hit 18 threes yeah uh, which for them is not something that you see very often but they wind up still losing uh, overall in the three ball department uh, by 16 points in a game that ultimately is decided by 20 so that's the ball game right there it comes down to the Mavs being able to continue to stay hot for a longer period of time than the Warriors could yeah the Warriors couldn't keep up they had an excellent night shooting the three ball Draymond two of five Damian Lee three of four beyond the arc D'Angelo Russell nine of 14 there were three questions that I take from this game one are we saying farewell to a warrior or two tonight without actually knowing it yet Uh, there have been suggestions that the Warriors may be making a deal involving one of their veterans so I'm wondering if this is the last game at Chase Center 
for one or more Warriors. We'll have to wait and see about that. Secondly, how about the Mavericks? You mentioned the way they spread the floor, playing that five out. So you don't basically you don't have a center. You spread the floor, and they are really hard to guard. Obviously, the Warriors overmatched uh, against the Mavs, but I'm wondering how good this team is and how much trouble the Dallas Mavericks could cause somebody else in uh, the playoffs. Maybe they could uh, win a series or perhaps more. I know we got a long ways to go, but I wonder about that tonight because uh, they're excellent offensively. And then thirdly, given all the chippiness, the fact that uh, Dallas is on the rise while the Warriors plan to be next year, I'm wondering if we saw tonight the birth of what could become a real rivalry. Yeah, Draymond Green was was going at Kristaps Porzingis. So Clay was Thompson Clay. from the bench yeah. in a suit. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, going at Kristaps Porzingis. You had Marquise Chris shoving Luka Doncic yeah. uh, after the play. I was surprised that uh, they didn't throw him out of the game. And those two needed to be separated beyond that. The technical foul for Chris. Uh, coming out of that, so yeah, you, you add it all up, and there was a little bit of a uh, little bit of nasty blood. I thought going back, uh, at least on the Warriors' end, almost you know trying to make a little bit of a statement to the Mavs. Uh, you know, you may be having your way right now, but you aren't going to be having your way at some point down the line when when right. we get reloaded right. with all of our guys. And obviously, that's embarrassing to have your winning streak end at home like that and just get wiped off the floor after that. Some say it was a wildly entertaining first half. That's what many of the pundits are saying, and I agree with that. And then the third quarter, just the whole thing uh, slid into the, the, the nether regions. 888 It's Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors fall tonight at Chase Center to the Mavs. 141-121 is the final. Again, 888-957-9570 if you want to react to this one. Uh, let's go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, as he met with the media down the Bill King interview room following this ball game. They hit, uh, I think, 24 threes. And how much was that just kind of their offensive explosion doing it? And how much do you think it was kind of breakdowns? Uh, well, first of all, they're, you know, they're the number one offense in the league uh, for a reason. They've got a lot of good, good shooters and, uh, you know, they run great stuff. They execute. Luca is a tremendous player. And uh, so we tried a lot of different things against him. And, uh, you know, when we had breakdowns that, um, that left open shooters. Um, so I thought we, we did a good job in the first half, kind of mixing it up and, and at least, you know, staying in the game. And obviously, uh, D'Angelo was just incredible with his shooting. Um, but, you know, when you, uh, when you, when you kind of throw double teams like that, you're leaving your defense exposed on the backside, and they made us pay on a lot of them as well. Do we know any more about D'Angelo? I mean, obviously he came back in the game, but I mean, for a while that there was a lot of concern. Yeah, I think uh, the official diagnosis was a right shoulder contusion. I think uh, there was concern um, because of the because he got hit in the neck and he had some pain in his neck. But uh, yeah, I was thrilled to see uh, see that he was okay. And when Mike told me he was going to come back in the game, um, that was. I was surprised. I thought he was out for sure. So that was great news, and that's probably the best news of the of the evening because that, that was pretty scary stuff. How would you assess this home stand overall? It's over now, but four and one. 
Yeah, really good homestand. Uh, obviously, our best stretch of basketball um, of the year. And, um, you know, our defense held up really well over the, the first four. And then tonight we ran into uh, uh, the best offensive team in the league. And uh, we just couldn't couldn't sustain the effort. Um, you know, we seemed to run out of gas a little bit there in the second half. But uh, great homestand. And uh, the, the big thing now is to uh, not let tonight um, – take away from what we've done over the last couple of weeks and kind of keep building and keep getting better. Do you know what you'll do with some of the two-way guys, Smiley G, on, on this homestand? Not, sh- not sure yet. Um, we have to see um, we have to see where Loon and Eric and Omari are. Um, once all those guys are healthy, we'll have a better, better feel for what, what we're going to do. Steve, were you all surprised? And what do you think was behind the, some of the edgy play, some of the chippiness that got on uh, tonight during the game? Well, it was a competitive game for uh, for long stretches, and um, you know you got competitive guys out there. Draymond always has a chip on his shoulder, and um, you know Luca Luca's a great player, and and um, he's competitive. It's one of the things I love about him is that he's uh, he's got a lot of tricks for a young guy, and you know so. It's uh, he's. I think he pulled on Marquise's arm when he was going down, and Marquise didn't like it. And you know, at the time we were down 25, whatever we were, so Marquise was frustrated. And it's you know, it's um, it's it's the highest competition in 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 the world, basketball-wise. So this happens. Guys get frustrated. Guys get competitive. Coach Kurt Algerman Santos with. Um... Eagle News, uh, with a player like Luka Doncic being so dynamic on the court, uh, how important is it for the team to be able to adapt to change on the fly? Well, yeah, you have to be able to change defenses to to try to keep them off balance. And uh, you know, I thought um, you know, first half we uh, we disrupted them a little bit, um, and you know, they still had. 72 points or whatever they had. So uh, they're a hell of a team. Uh, Rick's doing a fantastic job. It's a really, really difficult team to guard because of uh, not only Luka, but um, the shooters they have around him and, and uh, the offense that they run. Uh, they put you in a lot of difficult spots. Uh, you talked about D'Angelo's shooting. It seemed like he was just really playing uh, in concert with the offense. I'm, I'm wondering... Has he really gotten the offense and progressed within it, or have you molded it kind of around what he does? Um, I think we've, um, you know, we haven't strayed too far from from what we've done in the past. You know, I think uh, tonight we had the floor spaced pretty well, and once he made his first few uh, well beyond the three-point line, um, then they had to extend out and uh, trap him a little bit. And then you saw Draymond in his old role as the, the, the pocket guy, and we had shooters spread out around the floor. So that's, um, you know, when, when, when D'Lo or anybody, Luca or Steph Curry, is making shots from 28 feet out, it forces you to come out, and that really further exposes your defense. So um, I guess the answer is we've, we've accommodated or adopted a little bit of the offense uh, According to what we see with D'Angelo, what we, uh, what what he likes to do, but we haven't strayed too far from kind of what we've done in the past either. What, what's the best part of having Damon Lee on a uh, you know every game basis 
you know, well, he's, been, he's, uh, he's just a very, very good, smart basketball player. I mean, 11 rebounds again tonight. Um, you know, he had 15 or 16 the other night. Uh, a guy that size, when he, when you see someone that size getting that many rebounds, um, you know he knows what he's doing. He's in the right spot all the time. He's anticipating plays and excellent shooter. You know, he made three threes tonight. Um, just a smart player and a, and a great teammate. So he's uh, he's somebody uh, that we would love to to have stick around. All right, so Steve Kerr breaking down this one as the Warriors lose to the Mavs 141-121. A lot to chew on there and digest. Uh, but all in all, Steve Kerr essentially saying, hey, the Mavs are really good on offense, yeah. and the Warriors overall in this homestand played pretty well defensively, but tonight it was just uh, one of those nights where they weren't quite as good, and the Mavs are a buzzsaw when they're clicking. I thought Coach Kerr was almost professorial tonight. You know what I mean? He was, yes, well, I think we had a very good homestand, and hopefully we can avoid letting what happened tonight uh, uh, deter us uh, and uh, – We've got to remember all the things we did to accomplish this winning streak, and I we had a, we had much better defensive traction in the first half, and they're a very good team, and it was a competitive game, and uh, Marquise Chris didn't appreciate it when Luka Doncic grabbed his arm. So I thought he was very prof- professorial and trying to take the emotion out of it and explain, yeah, this is where we are, and we've had a good home stand, and uh, we played a really good team tonight. Really interesting to me, most interesting was his answer about what you're going to do with Kai Bowman and Damian Lee, and he couched it a little bit, right? And Well, we got to see where Amari is and where Pascal is, and then at that point, and he mentioned one other yeah, Kevon Looney. Thank you, Kevon Looney. And then we'll have a clearer idea of what we want to do. And, and Alan Smilagich was also a part of that question yes. as to with the three bigs that currently were unavailable in the ball game tonight, would that open up Smilagich to maybe go on the trip as opposed to remain? 20 uh, minutes for Smilagich tonight. Yeah, and, and he's playing. You love him. He's playing more than I think Steve Kerr imagined that he would have been playing, clearly. And I, I think he looks very comfortable offensively every time he scores and he scored tonight he scored five points every time he scores you turn him and you go you know like i can score i think he just looks very comfortable around the basket very comfortable you know just with his movements and ability to get a shot off i think it's all pretty good there for alan smiley each 888-957-9570-888-957-9570 uh, Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com. We're going to hear from Draymond Green as well. Uh, we'll also hear uh, from D'Angelo Russell following this one. Uh, good news on D'Angelo Russell, a right shoulder contusion. Uh, Russell did come back into the game. He will address uh, the latest with his injury. We'll have that for you coming up. Warriors wrap-up from Chase Center. Mavs beat the Dubs tonight, 141-121 to 121 on 95-7 the game. Now, back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason inside Chase Center. Mavs in the Warriors' four-game winning streak, a 141-121 win over the Warriors tonight. Luka Doncic, 31 points, 12 boards, 15 assists. That is a triple-double, and he Mm -hmm. had a triple-double early in the third quarter tonight. I mean, it it looked like it was going to be one of those games where he might go for 40, 15, and 15 uh, if this game had been close down the stretch, uh, it just impressive, impressive stuff uh, from Luka Doncic. And you know, you were you were talking about the Mavs a little bit, maybe being a future rival uh, of the Warriors. I, I just continue 
to marvel at where they are in the Western Conference right now. Looking at them, 21-10, and 10, they have the same amount of losses as the Rockets and the Clippers. And they have, a, as Jim Barnett pointed out, they have a lot of quality wins. And I was looking at the standings. I apologize if I seem distracted. Just trying to figure it out here after tonight how far out of the eighth spot the Warriors are. But I'm sure we'll circle back to that. To your point, Dallas. Well, yeah. yeah, currently six games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was five and a half, and now it's six. And Portland will end the night. Well, if Portland loses, Portland is playing the Lakers right now. And they're down 10 with about 10 minutes to go up in Portland. So actually, San Antonio, if uh, the, yeah, they would be in a virtual tie, San Antonio and Portland for the eighth spot. San Antonio would be 13 and 18. Portland would be 14 and 19 at that point. Uh, so it would be back to six and a half. Sure. I'm kidding a little bit. You know, it's really interesting. And obviously tonight they just got boat raced by a vastly superior team. But you look at what the Warriors offense has done in two of the last three games. And I know you got to play uh, defense, too. They scored 116 against the Rockets. And tonight they scored 121 points. Yeah, Warriors getting it going a little bit. Making but that, some shots. That's what happens, yeah, when you make 18 threes and, and you shoot 46% from three-point range. Uh, and the Warriors were offensively effective. Again, another one of those nights where D'Angelo Russell is shooting twice as many shots as anybody else on this Warriors team, which I want to see. It did feel relatively in the flow of what was going on, but I, I wouldn't necessarily say – you know, he's just running the offense. I think I think they're letting him be him, which is a good thing. And, you know, as you said, I, I have no issue with that. That's the best way in my mind for this team to function is to just kind of let him go. He was hot, and they let him keep rolling. I don't know that I've ever seen that. I've seen some guys score a lot of points. I don't know if I've seen someone score 12 points in the first minute 57, other than people that I was guarding in high school games. But, I mean, in a real basketball game, I don't know that I've seen that before. And it was interesting to see the Warriors, obviously, they're keenly aware of that. Draymond trying to get D'Angelo Russell the ball. And then the uh, Mavericks keenly aware of it. Wasn't Hardaway Jr. the one that looked like he tried to intentionally give him a shot? He tried to intentionally foul Russell. There was no call. Then the ball comes to Damian Lane. He's wide open on the wing. And, you know, he's saying I better make this because D'Angelo Russell has not missed a shot yet. Yeah. And if I'm going to take a shot, I better make it. And he did. He made a three. But that was really an amazing start to the game for Russell. I think the image of the night was from Draymond Green. And we'll go ahead and hear from Draymond Green here coming up in just a second. But the image of the night was Marquise Chris giving the shove to Luka Doncic. And Steve Kerr was quick to point out, hey, Doncic kind of grabbed Chris. Chris yeah, took exception to that. I that. Yeah. Uh, happened right there in front of the Warriors bench. Uh, but the reaction of Draymond Green, who immediately upon Marquise Chris shoving Luka Doncic, started clapping yes. his hands and, and yes. smiling like, good job, go yes. get him. Yeah. Uh, Draymond postgame downstairs addressed that and other aspects of this Warriors game tonight. All right, so my epiphany was off just a little bit. <laughs> just a At halftime, though, with the lead, you had to like the, the start that you guys had in this game. Yeah, we had a great start. Um, I wish we could have got more stops defensively. But, you know, they're, they're a good offensive team. Uh, I think in that third quarter we kind of ran out of gas. What did you think of Marquise Chris in this game and the way he doesn't back down? Uh, he played great. Um, you know, he protected the rim, uh, was really forcing inside. And, um, yeah, you know, the other part excites me. 
That was fun. It's good to see. That was great. They hit 24 threes. How much of that was, I mean, they're the number one offense in basketball entering the night, and how much do you think it was kind of breakdowns? I think some of them were breakdowns on our hits. Uh, we were trapping our rotations weren't great. Um, you know, so if we, you know, if we could have cleaned that up a little bit, I think we could have taken uh, some more of those threes out of the game. I think we also, uh, I think we also didn't run guys off the line. And you know, when you got a team that's shooting the ball that well, you got to run guys off the line. And we closed out short quite a bit. Remember, what did you learn from this four-and-one homestand, or what did you get out of this? I should say uh, that our team is just getting better. You know, we're um, we, we're improving on both ends, and, and we're learning how to win games. You know, and that's important. Uh, you know, it just like I've said before, it doesn't happen overnight. You have to know how to win. Uh, you know, even there's been several games where we were, you know, in the game at the end and just didn't know how to win. So we're figuring that out. Um, you know, which has been good. You kind of mentioned the, the Marquis situation with Luca. You were kind of chirping with Kristaps a little bit. Um, why do you think this game was a, a, a little bit more on edge than uh, has been previously? Um, I just think it's two teams competing. Uh, you know, trying to win a basketball game. Nothing more, nothing less. Have you missed that kind of basketball a little bit? I mean, there hasn't been that much of it this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, just gets the competitive juice flowing. Uh, which is always fun. So, you'll definitely miss that. Draymond, over here. Uh, Algernon Santos with Eagle News. Um, I know the timing of everything with uh, personnel change, new teammates, uh, new new arena to play in. How much of a morale hit do you think the team has taken with all the changes happening all at once? I think our morale is still great. Um, I think our execution took a hit, but our, our team morale is still same morale you watch when we won championships. That don't change. It's a culture that you built. Um, just because you're losing games, it just don't go by the wayside. Like You build that for it to last for years to come. So our morale is still great. Draymond, Clay was barking a little bit from the bench, too. Uh, I know he can't be on the court with you, but how great is it to have him on the sideline uh, with you guys' back? Uh, it's, it's always great to have Clay on the sideline and Steph. Uh, you know, just having their presence around um, is always fantastic. And I don't think I enjoy many things more in life than when Clay gets into it with somebody. That's, that's always a treat. So that was fun to see. Were you scared when D'Lo went down? Yeah, you know, anytime someone, you know, have a collision like that and, you know, start to reach for their neck, uh, you know, it can be a bit worrisome. Uh, you know, but it was relieving to see him get up and walk off under his own power. Um, happy he didn't leave on a stretcher, then come back in. I would have had lost all respect. You know, we've had some guys do that in this league. That's crazy. So. Raymond Green there uh, after the ball game as the Warriors lose this one, 141 to 121, uh, 888-957-9570, 9570 Yeah, Draymond a couple of times saying he he liked the toughness showed by Marquise Chris, not messing around, uh, you know, and not being afraid to get tangled up with the, 
one of the stars of the game. Sure, the Warriors drawing a line. Hey, Mavericks, you're on the rise here. Next year, we expect to be right there with you. So we'll resume this uh, when we see you next, next season. Draymond Green, by the way, continues to knock down his threes. We talked about that before the season started, right? How important it was for him to improve his three-point shooting. In the last three games, he shot the ball very well. Two out of five tonight beyond the arc. Ten points for Draymond Green, along with, of course, eight assists on a night in which the Warriors' offense... Uh, was flowing with uh, great skill and uh, beauty, actually. It was fun to watch. John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason, it's Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7. The game we're brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. We'll come back. We'll hear from D'Angelo Russell. We'll also get to our call of the game uh, and take a look at the standings here as the Warriors drop this one tonight to the Mavs. 141 to 121. You heard it right here on 95.7, the game. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason inside Chase Center. Mavs beat the Dubs 141-121. to I got a good Jordan Poole nugget. He played tonight in Stockton for I bet I can Santa guess Cruz. how many points he scored. Okay. We'll, we'll get to your guess coming up here right. in just a moment. We're also going to hear from D'Angelo Russell on his hot game and also the injury that he sustained, which caused him to leave. He would ultimately return to this one. A right shoulder contusion is the official word on D'Angelo Russell, but it sounds like everything's going to be good there. Uh, First, though, before we get to all that, let's get to tonight's call of the game. It's time for the call of the game. Brought to you by Metro by T-Mobile. Off the screen, Russell doubled by Draymond. Back to Russell. Russell open from 28, and it's around and down again. That is just ridiculous. He's got 30 in the first half. Eight of nine beyond the arc. Yeah, it's a monster first half for D'Angelo Russell. He would wind up with 30 of his 35 on the night in the first half, and uh, the Warriors would go on to lose in this ball game 141 to 121 but man was it just entertaining that first half and and he just put on a show i mean he had uh, what in the first minute and 57 seconds he had just what was it he had 12 points had 12, in the first yeah. minute 57 yeah, yeah 12 yeah. points in the first minute 57 and i was watching and i was reflecting on uh the single Point explosions, sing, single game point explosions. I've seen from Morris. Of course, we've seen it from Steph. We've seen it from Clay. But I was reminded of the, the Sleepy Floyd game. Yeah. Uh, Rick Barry. I'd seen that big nights. Purvis Short, Antoine Jameson. It was incredible. And now he didn't even get to you know forty tonight. But that first half, and especially the first minute fifty seven, was amazing. Yeah. So know the call of the game Monday. With Joe Lowe and Dibbs, 9.30 a.m. If you can correctly identify the call we just played, you'll win $50 to Schroeder's Restaurant at 240 Front Street in San Francisco. Call of the game brought to you by Metro by T-Mobile, the best deal in wireless. So, Whitey, quick guess before we hear from D'Angelo Russell on Jordan Poole's night tonight with Santa Cruz. My guess would be, as because I did guess, right, when we were... You uh, did. I, I, 23 points. 
23 points, yeah, a team I, high. Okay, there you go. Eight boards, seven assists. He did have seven turnovers. He played 37 minutes. Santa Cruz beat Stockton 123-116. to 116. Wow, seven turnovers? Seven turnovers. I, I'm wondering if they actually let him play more point because, you know, he started playing a little bit of point here, and he looked like he was better equipped for it than we thought. So, so I, I think that's for him. all a nice start yes. for Jordan Poole down there with Santa Cruz, and it, it sounds like he's going to remain there for uh, an indefinite uh, amount of time. All right, let's go ahead and get to uh, D'Angelo Russell uh, and hear his thoughts on the 30-point first half and an update on his right shoulder contusion as he met with reporters here after the game. D'Angelo, you kind of put a, a scare in the house uh, when you went down. What did you feel immediately and just, I mean, what, what happened there and you look like you're doing okay. How are you feeling now? I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's part of the game. Uh, obviously, injuries are part of the game. Um, thank God it wasn't nothing too serious. Uh, just a little shoulder contusion, um, contact, uh, hard contact. I think that's what what the, um, kind of knocked the wind out of me. But I'm good now. So yeah. Did you have any fears initially that it was something serious? Was it? Were you scared at any point? Yeah, always. When you fall like that, um, you're not you're not sure what's what's hurting, and you just make contact with somebody in that force, I think you, you'll always be kind of scared. But time passed, and I felt fine. So God is good. Why do you think you had such a blistering start to the game? Like, what was the defense giving you, or do you feel like you were shooting through the defense? Yeah, a little bit of both. I think once you – I mean, when you can shoot the ball, I think any night can be like that. You guys have seen it for the past few years with these great shooters around here. So, um I feel like I can shoot the ball, so just try to come out and put that pressure on the defense no matter what their scheme is. D'Angelo, obviously you had the 52-point game earlier this year, but do you feel like over the last two years you've leveled up uh, thanks to coaching staffs in in Brooklyn and here, or or is it you being able to just grind really hard within no matter what system it is? Yeah. um, I mean, when you're capable, you work on your craft in the summer and you have a little experience in the league and you know where you're going to get your shots at, I think. You know, the sky's the limit on what you, what records you break for your own personal goals or whatnot. Um, I think any night something can happen like that when you when you work on it. Um, so, I mean, shout out to the coaches too as well. They they put you in a position and keep running the ball through you, running the offense through you when you got the hot hand. So, um, yeah, I think it, it matches per, uh, perfect both ways. What's it like being at zone you were in in the first quarter there, where every shot was just going in look like? Oh, it was cool. It was cool. Um, you know, when you when you get in that zone, you know, you just want to, you know, put as many shots, good shots up as you can, to, you know, to, to put the pressure on the defense and allow them to, you know, focus on you. So then you allow your teammates to kind of, you know, pick it apart as well. It makes the game easier. Um, so, yeah. When they started trapping you uh, in, like, the second and third quarter, uh, and you and Draymond started playing like a little bit of a two-man game. He started setting screens for you. Did you guys have a conversation to start doing that, or did you kind of anticipate that they would begin to trap I mean, you? once you recognize the trap, I think Draymond is accustomed to, you know, setting the screen, getting off of it, getting downhill, making a play. Um, I've seen that. I've seen him dominate the game like that for the last few years. So um, I think it was, you know, it's just his natural natural position doing that. And he's good at it. So um, if any teams can double me and I get off of it and he gets downhill, I think that's working in our favor. D'Angelo Russell Bucks. and Draymond Green. And, uh, yeah, D'Angelo Russell talking about Ohio State 
there at the end. Go ah, I see. Yeah, yes. college football playoff. Uh, by the way, not a great night for the Warriors on the floor, but for those of you like Mr. Dickinson who keep uh, a watchful eye on the reverse standings, it was not a bad night for the Warriors, right? Because you had the Pelicans winning, you had the Knicks winning, and you had the Cavaliers winning while the Warriors succumbed to the Dallas Mavericks. So in upside-down reverse standings world, yeah, the Warriors actually gained ground tonight. Yeah, and the Warriors are back in the number two spot uh, overall. It's Atlanta and then the Warriors and then the Knicks still in that top three as far as the 14% chance uh, of lottery odds for the number one overall pick. That's mm-hmm. going to go ahead and do it for us. Uh, thanks to Alex Scott. Uh, in our San Francisco Good studios. Guy. Good kid. Thanks to uh, Itzel Alvarez and also Tim Jordan back tonight uh, in a Warriors defeat. For Whitey Gleason, I'm John Dickinson. Whitey, you're back tomorrow morning, right? 9 a.m. Yeah, me and Coase. To 11.30, uh, you and Coase. And then uh, I'll be headed up to Seattle, and I'll be uh, probably joining you guys at some point between 9 and 11.30, and then I'll be on with uh, Bonte and Shasky after the 49ers take on the Seahawks. If I was on the air without you, I'd miss you terribly, so I'm glad to talk to you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Uh, The Mavs beat the Dubs tonight, 141-121, to and you heard it right here on your Home of the Warriors, 95-7 the game.